1: Would you believe
0: it? This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy, Q. And here we are live in studio on this Wednesday,
2: September 29th, 2021. Coming off the heels of JT the Brick. Action-packed show the last two hours. We're here to have a very action-packed show for the next couple hours. going to be another one of those shows where at the end of it, you just kind of take a deep breath and say, where would all the time go? Because it is going to go by quick fast and in hurry like i like to mention uh got a lot of different subjects to get to of course we have uh turned the page now the raiders of course three and oh on the season uh gonna be pre- preparing to play the chargers on on monday at uh i like to call it Allegiant stadium south but uh it's it's better known as sofi stadium or maybe not maybe it's sofi stadium better known as Allegiant stadium south either way you look at it they'll be on the road in la for week four of the upcoming season so we'll have plenty of raider talk We'll have plenty of uh, Charger talk as well, as we're going to have a guest on that's going to be able to preview and break down the L.A. Chargers Week 4 action. But uh, we're also going to talk some LV aces on today's show, and we're also going to talk some UNLV running rebels. Uh, Actually, just UNLV rebels. Damon gave me the look. Like, you don't be saying running rebels. Don't do it. Come on, man. You got to know these now, things. I know, man. I know. It's just in my blood. I can't help it. It's always going to be the running Rebels, r- regardless what you want to say. But uh, we'll be talking some UNLV as well. So uh, very action-packed show. I was out at the Michelob Ultra Arena last night uh, where the Aces took on the Mercury for their playoff game, their very first game. It was a semifinal, and uh, they did not disappoint. The Aces came away with the victory. They're sitting there 1-0 right now in the series against Brittany Griner and the Mercury. And I'll tell you what, man. There was a hell of a... Uh, event going on at Michelob Ultra last night I'm I mean I I can't I cannot describe the atmosphere better than it was electric how many stars did you see I I mean look I can't even count everybody was there everybody and their mother and their mother's mother was there I mean you had it's one thing I I don't want to discredit anyone Mark Davis is going to be there he's the owner of the aces Marcel Reese is going to be there that's his right hand man you're going to see a Raider or two or four or eight or 16. I mean, there was every time I looked up, there was another Raider walking by me. If it feels Max Crosby feels Darren Waller. Uh, if it was, uh, uh, man, Casey Hayward was there. John Simpson was there. KJ Wright was there. Carl Nassib was there. Uh, Foster Moreau was there. Henry Ruggs was there. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. Keyshawn Nixon was in attendance. I mean, there's so many guys that were there, uh, representing the Raiders and, and enjoying that game. But then it went even further than that. Then all of a sudden you look over and I said, that kind of looks like Spider Mitchell. Look like Donovan Mitchell from the jazz. Oh, well, that's because it is. So there was about four or five members of the jazz. They're here. Uh, they're training right now. So uh, they were there in attendance. And then all of a sudden, I kind of looked over directly from me and I said, that kind of looks like Dwayne Wade. Well, it kind of looks like Dwayne Wade because it was Dwayne Wade part owner of the jazz. There you go. There you go. So, I mean, that was just some of the folks that were in attendance. And I guarantee you that out of all the people that I saw last night, there's probably a lot of people that i missed that were there because you, you know a lot of folks have their masks on so you can't really see who they are but man there was so many people out there in the michelob ultra arena and that atmosphere was so electric and again the aces did not they did not disappoint at all they came away with the victory but i'll tell you this is going to be a fun series matter of fact in today's show we're actually going to give away a pair of tickets to tomorrow night's game, game two of the action. So you could be, uh, you could be ready and be uh, available for that game. That's going to be a whole lot of fun. It's funny. I, I kind of teased Demon earlier today and I didn't mean to, I said, Hey, Demon, don't you, uh, you want to go to the game tomorrow night? You want to cover the game? It'll be a good experience for you. And he said, yeah, Q, I'd love to do that. But why can't you do that? Demon?" Cause I'm going
3: to be running the board for the radio <laughs> broadcast ESPN, 1100 AM. If you want to listen, T.C. Martin on the call.
2: Yeah, and he does a great job, and he did a great job last night. And Of course, it is on our sister station, ESPN Las Vegas, but uh, I I completely whiffed on the fact that you were running the game, and I forgot. I
3: love how you set it up, too, because everybody out there, you know, <laughs> when someone thinks that they're about to offer you something nice because like they're offering you a present, and you don't know what the present's going to be yet, so you can tell that the offer is like, hey, man, I don't know what you're doing. I'm like, okay, I might be available. Let's see what it is. And then he says it, and he's just like... Oh, uh, yeah, I can't because you know how you're the boss you you you've got me scheduled to work, but thanks for the it and it's it almost felt cruel in the way now that it I think about was. it it
2: was it was like I offered you something that you really couldn't accept, and that's my bad. I apologize, so there's a. <laughs> There's really nothing else I can say. All right, tell the people who's on the show today. All right, how about we do that? Well, speaking of the Aces, we have a couple young ladies that are going to join the show. Matter of fact, in a couple minutes, Raquana Williams, she had a big game, 26 points for the Aces last night. Her and Kelsey Plum led the way for them and uh, as they came away at the victory. So Raquana Williams, she's going to join the show at about 2.10, and then we're going to follow that up. Dierica Hamby, she's going to join the show right after that about 2.20. So boom, boom, back-to-back Aces. As soon as we're done talking to DeErica Hamby, We're going to give out the tickets to the Aces and Mercury. So we're going to tie it all together uh, like shoestrings, man. We're really going to lace it up in a major way. So those two guests will come up, 210 and 220, respectively. Then at 3 o'clock, Paloma Villacana, she's going to join us from Fox 5 Sports. She'll talk to us about the Aces. She was there last night. She'll talk to us about UNLV. And, of course, we'll be talking about the Raiders as well. And then 3.30, Joe Reedy from the AP, he's going to join us to talk all things Chargers as we, as I said, turn the page, and start to prepare for the week four action against the L.A. Chargers. That's all coming up on the show as we come back. Raquanna Williams from the Aces, she'll join us on Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio
0: 920. Welcome back, Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. So I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today. Here's your boy Q. And here we are, two eleven is the time. Unnecessary
2: Roughness, Raider Nation Radio on this Wednesday. Uh, lo- Loving... Loving the show that we got going on and loving the guests that we have coming up on today's show. Very excited about who we have and that we'll be giving out some Aces tickets in a, in just a little while after our first couple of guests. But up first, we have Raquana Williams from the Aces. Uh, DeMond is attempting to go ahead and get her. Uh, she put in a heck of a performance last night. Uh, so hopefully we were able to get her. He is efforting her at the time. De'Erica Hamby will join immediately following Raquana. So uh, if we're able to get this going, we'll be good to go. If not... We could pivot. We could do like they do in the paint. You know, you just kind of pivot and you kind of make things move. When you have an action-packed show and you have so many guests lined up, you really don't have an opportunity to kind of wait on a guest. So hopefully we're able to go ahead and get her in a matter of seconds. In the meantime, in between time, Raider Nation, I do want to hear from you on the Raider Nation uh, listener line, and not right now, but the Ash text line at 69187, keyword R&R. If there is a player or position that you would like to see addressed on the team by either uh, a player that's currently on the roster stepping up or maybe someone out there that's avail- available as a free agent, what would that be? What, what player in what position would you say – the Raiders roster still has a little bit of concern. There's still a little concern on your part for this certain position. What would you say that position is? Six nine one eight seven. Keyword R and R. When you send a text message in, you got to use six nine one eight seven as the actual number, the phone number, and then the keyword is going to be the letters R N R, and then whatever message you have, and it will get to us quick, fast, and in a hurry, and we'll get that onto the show. So let us know, position, group, or player. That you feel like is still an area of concern when it comes to the silver and black, what would it be? Let us know. Let us know. 69187 Keyword rnr Salmon Ash text line. Make sure you visit salmonashlaw.com because you deserve what's right. So if, Damon, if you can't get her, then we'll just have to move on because we don't have time to. Well, time to play volleyball. So <laughs> I mean, we just when you have uh, that's the problem when you have a lot of guests on the show and they're back to back to back—you really don't have time to negotiate and try to figure it out and try to get a guest on. Uh, we don't have a whole lot of uh, of time, and I hate to I hate to uh, to rush her, but I think the demand is getting her right now. So. Uh, this is what we do when it comes to live radio. Right now, on the phone lines from the LV Aces, came away with the victory last night. She had a monster game. We're talking about Raquana Williams, A.K.A. Bay Bay. Welcome to the show. How you doing, Raquana? I'm good.
4: Thanks for having
2: me. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, how, how do you feel? You know, coming away with the big victory last night. You got a 1-0 lead now on the Phoenix Mercury. The atmosphere was incredible there at the Ultra, the Michelob Ultra Arena. Just how does it feel waking up this morning knowing that hey, you have a 1-0 lead in this series?
4: Um, it's pretty cool. Um, I definitely want to give a shout out to our fans because we definitely couldn't do it without them. Um, just their energy and, and them being loud definitely give us a boost and help us
2: out. Yeah, and, and it was loud. There was over 7,000 fans there. Uh, we mentioned at the top of the show all the Raiders that showed up. There was members of the Utah Jazz that were there. Dwayne mm-hmm. Wade was there. I mean, there was just so many people there. And like I said, just fans in general that really made their way out to to the Michelob Ultra Arena. Uh, how much does that mean to you when you see all those folks out there, stars included out there, just just supporting the ladies?
4: Oh, it's amazing. Um, just to have the support of the NBA players and, and have them, uh, coming out supporting us, even if they are fans or they come in just to watch the game of the WNBA. Um, it's pretty cool. And then to see them, like, sitting on the sideline gives you a little extra boost to, uh, pretty much showcase your talent and, and do what you're supposed to do.
2: Yeah, and you young ladies did it last night in a major way, uh, come away with the victory, and I think this series is going to be a lot of fun between the Aces and the Mercury. Right now we're talking with Raquana Williams from the LV Aces, and early in the game, uh, were not not you, but the, the team just wasn't hitting th- their shots early, but you were able to, to keep them close. Was that just kind of a mm-hmm. mindset? You were feeling like, okay, my shot is, is falling, I'm going to go ahead and just kind of take over right now? Well, um, it's just a veteran
4: thing. Um, having playoff experience, and uh, not making as far as I wanted to in the past or maybe having limited minutes and finally to be on such a, a heavy-loaded team and, and being called upon, you just naturally do what you're supposed to do because you want to win and
2: get where you need to be what is the what i mean your tempo that that you play with and and all of you guys play with uh you know kelsey she gets in the game it feels like it's even faster but uh you play with so such tempo that it almost wears out a team you know and it it seemed like it Mm -hmm. almost wore out phoenix last night uh is is that just the way you guys go is just hey go 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 90 miles an hour the whole time
4: oh yeah it's the same way we practice uh limited shot clock um Uh, Thinking on a on quick on a swivel, uh, you got to be prepared uh, because even with like having those five seconds left, maybe coach don't have a timeout. Like, so we need to practice on what we um, we need to do what we did in practice.
2: Right, absolutely. Well, uh, again, you guys did a great job last night, coming away with the one zero victory. And uh, as far as uh, film study today, what was the the mindset today? Did you guys go in there and and make a few adjustments? Knowing Phoenix is gonna make a few adjustments, but what, Mm -hmm. what what was the conversations like today?
4: um they're they're re- really well put together team they're very experienced so of course they're going to make adjustments Um we make adjustments in areas where they killed us last night um mm-hmm. and then areas where we did well we just keep going how uh how
2: how how, how competitive and how uh how fun do you think this series is going to be because there's a lot of stars on the court each and every night
4: no every night is going to be super competitive i think it's just going to go down uh, always to like the last couple minutes of the game. I don't think neither one of us will just outright blow each other out because uh, we're super uh, competitive and super uh, passionate about what we do. And we're both trying to make it to the next, uh, to the final. So, I think it's gonna it's gonna go down to the wire nearly every game.
2: How, how much does it help you you all for having a coach like Bill Lambert, who's been there, done that at the highest level in the mm-hmm. NBA? Just kind of uh, even when you you may start to get a little not not out of control, but maybe shots aren't mm-hmm. dropping right away, things aren't going smooth. Just to kind of calm everyone down a little bit.
4: Yeah, he go two by two, uh, one possession at a time, one stop at a time. Uh, that calms everything down. Um, and, and stay within the team. Everybody playing the flow of the game, not one person trying to play hero ball. It definitely helps having Bill because he calls everyone out on it.
2: What uh, what, what does it mean to you just to be in this setting, to have this opportunity to make this deep run with a team that looks like it could be a really special team and make make a deep run?
4: Um, it's amazing for me. Uh, it's a little bit more personal for me. Like I was saying, in uh, 2016, I ruptured my Achilles year LA one and it would have been my first year. So for me, it's a little bit uh, more of a chip on my shoulder.
2: Right, right. And then you have Kelsey Plum as well, and, and, and both of you uh, ruptured your ach- Achilles, you know, and so both of you are kind of coming back from that and know what that experience right. is like. Uh, what are those conversations like between you two?
4: Uh, listen to your body, because um, I, I don't think neither one of us did that. Um, any little aches, bruises, pain, we have to communicate that to the trainer, or the coaches. And it doesn't mean that we're going to sit out. Like, it's better to tell someone versus trying to handle it on your own and then rub your Achilles.
2: Right, right. No no doubt about that. And, Raquana, before I let you go, I know we didn't get a very deep uh, sample size last night because Liz got into a little bit of foul trouble. And, of course, she's <laughs> yeah. still trying to get her conditioning back. But how much fun is it to kind of sit back and, and watch Liz and Brittany Griner kind of bang with each other?
4: Uh, we know them two are always going to put on a show. Yeah. Um, being the tallest in the WNBA and them two going at it for years in Europe and in America, like, it's always fun to see them go at it.
2: Yeah, no, it was. I was sitting there on the sideline just kind of checking it out, and like I said, it was a small sample size, but it was fun to watch. So, Right. right. <laughs> Th- thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you. Great game last night, and we look forward to, to you. watching you ladies go out there and compete tomorrow in the evening.
4: Thank you. Have a great
2: day. All right, you too. There she goes. Raquana Williams right there. LV Aces put in 26 points last night for Las Vegas uh, to lead them to victory. Her and Kelsey Plum both had monster games, uh, so we definitely appreciate her time. Wish we could have had a couple more minutes with her, but it took us a little while to get a hold of her, but that's okay. The Erica Hamby is coming up next. My man Damon is going to go ahead and get her. We'll get her thoughts on what uh, she saw, what she witnessed, what she felt from the energy of the crowd last night. And then after we talk to her, we'll give out these tickets so someone could go and enjoy that environment. And I tell you on the time on the, time on the show, if you have an opportunity to go to an LV Aces game, do it. You have an opportunity just to go and check it out and experience it for yourself. Don't listen to what I'm saying. Experience it for yourself and, and make your own takeaways from it. I guarantee you'll enjoy it and you'll be ready to go back uh, for more. So uh, we're going to we're gonna join now with uh, D'Erica Hamby. She was also in attendance. She was also on the court doing her thing last night for the LV Aces. And Dierica we definitely appreciate your time. Congratulations on the victory. How did how it feel to get a victory under the belt for uh, for this playoff run?
5: Uh, it's exciting. Uh, anyone in playoffs is excited. Um, you, you're one more step closer to the final goal, um, but it was nice. You know, we haven't played in about a week, so to finally get a game under our belt and kind of get our momentum back for the series.
2: You know, you mentioned that you hadn't played in, a, in about a week. Do you feel like that that's kind of the reason why you, you ladies got off to a slow start but then were able to kind of put things together after some defensive stops?
5: Yeah, I mean, we – like, we're – we haven't really been in a rhythm. You know, Phoenix has played two games, so they've been able to get their flow. Uh, so I think that contributed to the slow start for us. I just said as the game went on, we kind of got back to ourselves.
2: Yeah, you did. And then, uh, and I was talking to uh, Raquana before before you hopped on, it, and we were talking about the pace that you, you play at, and you guys play so fast and so fast. It almost seemed like the fact that Phoenix had played a couple games that they kind of mm-hmm. wore out and tired out towards the end of the game. That was almost an advantage for you for having that time
0: off.
5: Yeah, I mean, who doesn't want to skip right to the semifinals? (laughs) Right, Um, and you know, when you in those one-game shootouts, they're usually close games, and that's the advantage for us and a disadvantage for them. You know, by the time you get to the semifinals, you're just gassed, and um, so yeah, we're going to hopefully continue to wear them out, and finish the
2: series. No doubt about it. We're talking right now with D'Erica Hamby here on uh, Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920. How about that atmosphere last night? How about all the stars that were out there from the Raiders? Obviously the owner, uh, Mark Davis, who's the owner of the Aces <laughs> as well, but then you had Dwayne Wade, you had the Utah Jazz. I mean, mm-hmm. there was just so many people in attendance, and not to mention about 7,000 fans. How, how fun was that atmosphere?
5: Yeah, I think they said it might have been the largest crowd, and uh, you know, to have you know, Vegas is kind of on the rise for sports, so to have those guys out there supporting us, uh, the Raiders, especially, you know, with integrating the two uh, teams. And
2: have you ever seen come by? No, no doubt. Have you Have you ever seen a a, a situation where uh, there was a bunch of football players on the court and they were throwing out T-shirts as many, a, a, like like the Raiders <laughs> were last night?
5: No, that, I think that was by far the most Raiders players we've had at a game. I, pretty
2: sure there was like 50 of them right i'm telling you i was saying that to start the show every time i looked up there was another raider right there and and they're supporting the game and they were
5: everywhere (laughs) yeah
2: they were all over the court and you know how cool was that that you know i'm sure you've watched basketball you've played basketball your whole life and you've probably been at games where you've seen your favorite players playing and then all of a sudden you look over and you see spider mitchell sitting courtside you see dwayne (laughs) wade sitting courtside and he's yeah they're watching you
5: yeah, no, though, it's great to have those guys support us. You know, basketball is fun. And when people come to our game watch it, they're like, holy crap, like I'm a fan. Uh, <laughs> there's been countless times this season where I've just invited strangers, so to say. And they hit me after and they're like, that's the best time I've had in a really long time. Like that game was so much fun. So I think it's just a matter of people showing up and giving it a chance and they'll enjoy it.
2: Yeah, they will. I, I, I'm so glad you said that because I say that every single time we talk about the Aces that if you go to a game one time, you'll be hooked and you'll want to go again. And, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the environment, how much energy uh, from the crowd do, do, does, do you guys get fueled with?
5: Oh, so much. You know, was, we're fortunate that we're able to play again back in front of fans because uh, we had such a great start in 2019 to like having those fans and getting that crowd. and. So to have them back, you know, is special to them, which means a lot to us, because it's important for them to be involved during this process.
2: Talking right now with DeErica Hamby here on Unnecessary Roughness, Radio Nation Radio 920. And anytime your name comes up, anytime, you know, <laughs> there's any kind of hoops going on and, and you're involved in it, the Hamby heave has always got to be brought up. How, how much conversation do you have about that Hamby heave that happened in 2019? Hello? Yeah, are you there? It went out. I didn't hear the last part. Oh, okay. No, I was wondering how much conversation do you always have about that hand heave that happened in 2019?
5: Uh, a little less now than obviously in the past. Um, you know, it was a special moment uh, for our organization, but at the end of the day, we didn't win anything that year. So, right. um, try to, I mean, I enjoy it when it pops back up, but I don't powerful it as much as i say other people probably do yeah um but it's still i mean overall at the end of my career to be a cool moment to show my daughter and i mean she was there for it but to like let her relive the experience yeah um, but the <laughs> ultimate goal is to win a championship so
2: no doubt yeah, do that well you you got to have a special team to be able to do that and it feels like that this team is special at what point of the season did you realize you know what this is going to be a really good team
5: Oh, in well, free agency. I mean, Angel ended up going down, but we had eight players that are all starters and all stars in this league, and have like we have those caliber type of players. So we knew it beforehand. We were kind of like, "Oh crap!" Like WBA rosters aren't meant to be built like this. Um, so I think on paper, this is probably the most talented roster probably ever. To be honest with you, um, and it showed. We had seven people in double figures. Mm-hmm. Two of the what, the last like two of the top five come off the bench so that's special that that's not normal so to say and i think we found our groove we learned what works with this team it took a little bit of that and we know when we play with pace we're unstoppable
2: you know and you mentioned that you know you have players that are coming off the bench that could be starters well you're one of them kp is another one right. of them I mean, where, where does that come from where instead of saying hey i want to go somewhere else and start you said no i want to be here be part of this team and we could be really special
5: for me, just kind of being uh, a part of the organization since it was back in San Antonio um, and just being so close the last two years. Obviously, I went into free agency after about uh, the year I hit the shot and could have left. Um, but, you know, talking to Vegas, it was kind of like, okay, let's stay. Let's do this. Let's continue building what we've built. And for me, if I make starter money. I normally play starter minutes. And so coming off the benches, it's tough, but in this situation, it's rewarding for me. And, um... Yeah,
2: right. No no doubt. We're talking right now with DeErica Hamby uh, from the LV Aces. My man DeMond's got a question for you. Go ahead, DeMond.
3: All right, DeErica. Speaking off of what we just talked about, you know, coming off the bench, but you got starter minutes and this team having seven players averaging double figures. Does Bill Lambert, is it something that maybe like when you guys step on the court or a particular <laughs> matchup, is it somebody like, is like, hey, this is going to be my night or this is going to be Raquana's night. This is going to be Kelsey's night. Or does it just happen organically? It uh,
5: happens organically. I think we've kind of learned that each night is going to be different. Your role is going to change each night. Your amount of minutes is going to change each night. But I think once everybody kind of buys into, hey, at the end of the day, we want to win a championship. You kind of, you kind of like release the pressures of I Just like, okay, like I want to win. Uh, so, for instance, last night I played 15 minutes, and you know, at the end of the day, I did what my job in those minutes. I came in, I impacted the game. Um, but we won and that's the most important thing. So, but when people buy into that process, you know, those things kind of go out of the window and I know Bill will talk about it. Like everybody got accolades this year and kind of everybody in the
3: team was rewarded for being selfless. Oh yeah, and I've got to ask you one more thing before I let you go because no, this is it's. I just Why want are you look like you're scared? Are you no, I'm not scared. But it's just, I'm just going to go off left field here because uh, in the summer Jordan announced Jordan Brand announced like all the WNBA players, that, oh, WNBA players that they had signed to the Jordan Brand roster. I think it was ten players in total. But you were one of those players. Do what's mm-hmm. the Jordan hookup like now? <laughs> oh, it's it's incredible. <laughs> Um I'm giving away shoes, honestly, so
5: many of them Hold up, man. um, <laughs> <laughs> if you're a ten and a half you can call me um no, but I'm so blessed and honored to be a part of Jordan brand and what they're doing on and off the court and just what how they see me and their support and just the brand itself what they're doing um it's special I'm honored to wear it i get in trouble sometimes for going against the devin rules and wearing my jordan headband because i'm I'm really proud and um yeah, I love I love being a part of it. I, the bonus is the shoes also, but <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, it's a special moment.
2: Yeah, no, that's cool. I like that. That's that's really cool. And that's that's good to know. And <laughs> what size shoe would you say you had? <laughs> 10 <and a> half. <laughs> there you go. Hey, look, I'm gonna keep that in the back of my head. I ain't I'm a thirteen, but that's all right. We'll figure something <laughs> out. But uh D'Erica, before we let you go and we do appreciate your time this afternoon. What's it gonna take for the Aces to come away with the victory tomorrow night and, and be up two oh on this in this series?
5: Just to stay relentless and stay locked in and don't uh, just play team basketball. And like I said, I mean, we have the pieces 1 through 11, 12, and we do what we do. We're we're unbeatable.
2: There you go. Well, we are going to be there to check you out tomorrow night. Matter of fact, we're about to give a pair of tickets out right now so we can pack the house Mm -hmm. and bring some more of that extra energy for you ladies. And, again, thank you so much for the great show that you put on each and every night. Uh, Congratulations on the victory last night. And, like I say, we'll be there tomorrow to cheer you on.
5: Thank you. Appreciate you having me on the show.
2: Absolutely. There she goes right there. De'Erica Hamby from the LV Aces, uh, another key cog to the team, and they are deep, man. This team is a lot of fun to watch. Uh, it was great to be there in that environment last night and check out uh, everyone, all the stars that were there and just all the fans in general that were there, uh, from little kids to, to to grown adults, man, just being there just ready to soak in uh, the greatness that was what you saw last night. And I was so pl- uh, proud to be there and, and, and just, just check it out and just be a part of the environment again, so uh, if you get a chance to go out there, make sure you do and uh, and check out an Ace's game, especially playoff basketball. It gets no better than that. Matter of fact, while I'm talking about it, how about we just go ahead and jump right into it right now? As Demonds on the phone line, still trying to hustle a pair of tickets or not. No, people are calling over. You're trying trying to hustle some shoes. You're on the phone (laughs) line trying to hustle some shoes.
3: I know the truth. Because she said 10 and a half, and I wanted to say, like, hey, we talking 10 and a half men's. we talking 10 and a half <laughs> women's. I, I didn't want to get too You're specific. You're a little
2: dude, man. You can squeeze into I, anything. I know. Exactly.
3: Because I, I remember one time, you know. I'm I'll, a 13,
2: you know, man. I ain't been 10 and a half since I was 10 and a half.
3: Because I'll tell a quick story. One time my dad, he ordered a pair of shoes offline, wasn't looking too, wasn't looking too hard, ordered an 11 and a half women's. And it was just like, you ain't got to return them, give them to me. <laughs> <laughs> had, another, had another pair of basketball shoes there, a little narrow, but hey, made them work.
2: There you go. Hey, and that's what you got to do. Make it work, right? So hit us up, Raider Nation, 702-365-9200, 702-365-9200. Looking for call number nine right now. Going to send you to the Michelob Ultra Arena tomorrow night. The Phoenix Mercury, the LV Aces, your LV Aces, looking for another win under their belt to go up 2-0 in the best of five series in the playoffs as they make a run to potentially a title. 2.31 is the time. Holler at us. This is Radio Nation Radio 920. Come today.
0: It's unnecessary roughness.
2: The judge, Lester Hayes, joining us now. That's
1: why Q, of course, our team kept winning. Kept winning, Q, because of our training. You got to put in the work and the time and the perseverance and the patience
0: to train your body and train your brain. Welcome back. Welcome back to Unnecessary roughness. Unnecessary roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy Q. 2:36 is the time. Many thanks to Raquana
2: Williams and DeErica Hamby, both from the Aces, joined us to start the show. We had a little helter skelter type show, you know, fast and furious, but that's how we get down around here on Raider Nation Radio 920. And before we went to break, ask for caller number nine to get hooked up with a pair of tickets to go see the LV Aces and the Phoenix Mercury at the Michelob Ultra Arena tomorrow evening. And uh, if you just listen to the game you can hear it on our sister station ESPN Las Vegas tip off is at 7pm but right now on the phone lines we have our guy and DeMond it's uh, you got Raider Reggie on the line huh?
1: Raider Reggie! Raider Reggie what's up man? Hey man that is so dope like I wanted to go to the, the first game and I wasn't able to make it but getting to call you guys right now first of all I got nothing but love for the Aces because when I first came here the Raiders weren't here yet And I was super excited that the Aces were here. I got a 16-year-old daughter, man. She really wants to go to the game. This is, man, this is off the hook. I appreciate it big time.
2: No doubt, no doubt. You know, I want to ask you, I'm glad you mentioned your daughter. What does it mean to your daughter to be able to see professional women but also playing sports and, you know, doing what she might want to do and, and knowing that, hey, now, yeah, there's an avenue and there's an outlet where she could do that?
1: Man, I, I don't want to get too deep, but let me say this. My daughter got a little off track. Okay. She missed out on uh, sports in the ninth grade. She had a little bit of school problems and stuff like that in California. Been there, done that. And then, <laughs> then you got COVID. Right, right. So she didn't get to do anything. And I've been telling her and telling her, look, you still got to practice. You still got to get yourself ready as if there is a season so that when the time comes, you're ready. And, man, to see some of these ladies who have had injuries and they come back and to see the team that they put together now, I've been telling my daughter about it for, like, I guess two years I've been telling her, you got to be ready, you got to be ready. Now this is something I'm telling you when we go to this game – I'm really going to do my best for her to get one player in her ear to just give her some motivation because I need her back on track, and this is the perfect opportunity for that, man. This is exciting. We got a great team. You know, shoot, Las Vegas looking kind of baller right now. You know? <laughs> we got the Aces. We got the Golden Knights. We got the Raiders. hey. Let's keep it together, Las Vegas. Let's do this. There I love you,
2: it. There you go. There you go. Well, I'm glad that you get to have that opportunity. You guys get to go and attend this game, man. You're going to have a lot of fun. Trust me. Uh, I love being there. I'll be there with my family as well. Uh, and one, one, one more question before I let you go, my man. Uh, I threw it out there earlier. If there's one area of concern that you have still with the Raiders, something that you'd like to see improve, what would it be?
1: 100% it's the offensive line, man. Okay. I think if our offensive line could – Tune themselves up to take the next step. The next step is this game. This game, it has more to it than just playing any other team. Like I always say, when you play an AFC West team, you got to play like a champ. Mm -hmm. So you got to come with a 1,000% effort. Every man got to step up and and play their position. So these running backs, these linemen, it's time to ball out. Ball out. Let's go. And that's the that's focus on that. I think our offensive line, if they step up and play at another level, the next level, I think it's non stop Raiderism, baby.
2: There you go. There you go. Hey, great stuff, Raider Reggie. I appreciate you, my man. Congratulations again on winning those tickets and thank you so yes, much sir. for your time, my man.
1: 100%.
2: Raider Nation, let's go. There he goes, Raider Reggie. Great stuff, my man. Great stuff. It's always good to hear from you again. Congratulations. Um, and, that's man, that's that's perfect. I'm so glad that he won those tickets and he's able to take his daughter and she'll be able to check out uh, the aces. I mean, that things just happen like that for a reason. So, uh, congratulations again to Raider Reggie. I did want to go ahead and hit up the Ash text line a couple more times real quick before we take a break at 69187, keyword R&R. Uh, ask the question about, you know, what would you like to see cleaned up on the team? uh what area of improvement would you are you looking for and I uh, got a couple text messages back one comes from big dub raider uh q my group i have the most concern with is the middle of the o line andre james and john simpson getting pushed around too much they can improve but just ha- they just have my concern uh, if they can't get better go Raiders, that's from big dub Raider. And uh, yeah, it goes back to what Reggie was just saying that, you know, the offensive line, I think for me, I don't even, I'm not, I think John Simpson's is going to continue to get better. I think Andre James is going to continue to get better to be a hundred percent honest with you. I just, I'm concerned because Andre James is in control of the snap. So that, that snap and those, and the bad snaps that he had in the first half really concerned me. Because those are going to be something that's going to come back in and could haunt you and it could be a potential turnover, uh, could put, take you out of field goal range, could take you out of scoring range, you know, it could take you from going from the one yard line or the five yard line to all of a sudden the 15 yard line. Then all of a sudden you're settling for field goals. So uh, that's a concern for me. Uh, really, again, when when I saw that happening in the game on Sunday, I, I, I leaned over to Clay and I said, hey, man, those those snaps are too high. Those snaps are way too high. You got to—they've got to get cleaned up. And well, we all saw what happened again. The second half, I felt better though, because second half it looked like it was a lot more cleaned up. Uh, one more quick text from Raider Dre in San Jose. Yo Q, one thing nobody's talking about that Gruden needs to clean up is his game management and situational football. You don't call timeout to see if you want to challenge a play, especially in the second half. He's done that at least twice this season, and I know all you talking heads (laughs) are pretending that going for it on fourth and one on your own 30 in the first quarter is okay, but it's not. When their offense is struggling and our D was playing good, Raider Dre from San Jose, and I'll, I'll just say this. I don't care about talking heads. I don't care about this, that, and the other. I'm just speaking for me, and this is just me. Like if we were at the bar, if we were at the Oyo like we do on Mondays and hanging out and you were just talking and talking with me, I honestly don't have a problem going for it on 4th and 1. I don't.
3: Didn't he just answer his own question? When the D is playing good, isn't that why you would want to? And, and that's, exactly why, the okay. and and that's exactly why I was okay. And that's exactly
2: why I was okay with Don't you it. see the contradiction? And the point about this is, too, for years, folks have been on the airwaves, the talking heads. I do that in air quotes. Because, no, that's what it is, whatever. I, everyone talks, so and everyone has a head. So, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't like the label, guys, but it is what it is. I don't care. Uh, the point is, for years, people have saying John Gruden doesn't show confidence in his team. John Gruden doesn't show confidence in his team. John Gruden doesn't show confidence in his team. Uh, sometimes you got to go for it on fourth down to show your team that you believe in them. So he did. He rolled the dice because he was trying to get the team jump-started. The offense was was struggling. Sometimes you've got to try to do something to get things going. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It didn't work out. They ended up giving up a touchdown. It looked like the sky was falling.
3: It didn't. I don't know. It just seems like it's one of those, hey buddy, I think you're overreacting because what you just said in your own question <laughs> proves that like it wasn't that bad of a decision I, sa- I said it
2: on, on Tuesday, which I guess was yesterday. I said that yesterday from the from the facility there yeah, in, in Henderson. You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. A coach is always going to be contradicted and, and second-guessed. You know, you're always going to second-guess a coach. And it's always easy to second-guess a coach because you're always going to be right. Always. I can sit here and say, John Gruden, you can't go for it on 4th and 1 from your 34. Because if you don't get it, then you'll give up a touchdown. Because that's what happened. You know what I mean? It's like you'll always be right. I could always say, you know, on 4th and 5, you shouldn't go for it. You shouldn't throw that out route. You shouldn't do this because this could happen because it happens already. You're always going to be correct. It's so easy to contradict somebody or, or second guess somebody that anyone could do that.
3: Because if they get that fourth and one, then it's man, that's what Gruden is really making if, those. He's making those decisions now.
2: And if he doesn't go for it and he punts, then what do you say? Well, you need to go for it on fourth and one because, you know, what I mean, because it is what it is it's already over. So you'll always, whatever you want to sell, whatever story you want to sell, whatever narrative you want to sell, you're always going to be correct. That's why why I second guess. What's the point of second guessing? It's like me sneaking out of the house at night when I was a kid because I was going to go check out some chick. You know, I was going to go to her house. Knowing that there was a chance I was going to get in trouble. Well, guess what? When my mom caught me, when I came back home, you know what I said? Damn, I shouldn't have snuck out. Well, duh. But I did. Sometimes you roll the dice and sometimes it's (laughs) worth it, sometimes it ain't.
3: Yeah, you're always going to regret once the bad, it's a, the bad, a, it's a, bad results. It's you're easy, always, it's easy it.
2: to go back and say I should have, would have, could have. Shouldn't have done it. That damn girl was Cheryl. I'll tell you her name. I still remember it. Man, you got to stop this. No, I don't. <laughs> I've told the story before. Me and my cousin snuck out, went all the way to Livermore. Anyone from the Bay knows where Livermore is on bikes that weren't even ours because we were going to visit Cheryl and her homegirl. And guess what? We got there and we couldn't even get in the house. So we had to stay in the park. The lights, not the lights, the uh, sprinklers came on. We got wet like some hobos. And we're in a city, a couple of bruhs, in a city that we probably shouldn't have been in, on some bikes that weren't ours for some girls that we weren't even supposed to be visiting. Guess what? We shouldn't have done it.
3: Sounds like a terrible night. We
2: shouldn't have done it. But Sounds you know like what? a terrible
3: night. We did. And you got the we story to the tell. We rolled
2: the dice. And guess what? I crapped out. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you, you, Sometimes you win. Sometimes you crap out. Your boy crapped out on that one.
3: (laughs) We got another text on the line, the Ash text line, and this is from at SJonasNFLPhotos. Start fast. Play for four quarters. We can't lose. Don't beat yourself. Hashtag Raiders. I like that one. You know what? I'm glad you you took control of that. (laughs) I know you didn't watch the show. I'm
2: glad you took control of that situation. (laughs) I know you
3: didn't watch the show, but, like, it was a little – I wish we had Ed on the show today because that gives me a little Friday night – Friday night, lights, vibes. You know, clear art, clear hearts, <laughs> <laughs> clear eyes, full hearts, can't
2: lose. There you go. I didn't All right, know, I, it's I Jonas at it. NFL, NFL photos. I like it. I like it. So this is there how the go. show. This is how the show goes a little off the rails. Sometimes. You crapped
3: out. I did with that girl when you were like
2: sixteen Cheryl. years old. Cheryl. It wasn't just that girl, it Cheryl. It was no, but
3: you said the girl from the blockbuster story. She was the. Come on, man. That was Carla. Is Cheryl? <laughs> is Cheryl better than Carla? I mean,
2: at the time, yes. <laughs> I was still a new booty then. <laughs> I was still, Carla, I was driving by then. I didn't ride so much bike. Cheryl, I was a new booty still. So, all booty (laughs) was good booty. Yeah, that's what we did. We rode our bikes. We did. We ran uphill both ways. I mean, we did everything we had to do. Because you
3: got to keep up, man. I'm tired, man. I don't even want to see you that bad, man. It's too late, man. We're already halfway there. Can't go back now. If you go back home, my mom's going to be like, where's you at? Right. (laughs) And all for nothing. This is big cousin or little cousin?
2: Uh, Big by like a month.
3: All right. Okay. So, y'all about even. Yeah. Okay, because I ain't going to lie, man. These are the type of situations with my cousin. I've also been in these sorts of situations where it's just like, hey, man, (laughs) don't talk to to me for the rest of the night.
2: I just got a text. Well, I just got a text. We got a text here on the Salmon Ash text line 69187. Then we'll take a break. Do we have to take a break or do I go to We ain't got to take no breaks. No breaks. Full go. That's how I was that night trying to go see Cheryl in Livermore. (laughs) 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 Full go. (laughs) No breaks, brother. Mailman Raider said, Q, you rode a bike from Pittsburgh to Livermore? That's a man determined. But no, it wasn't Pittsburgh. It was uh, San Ramon at the time. But that's still a far ride. It was a good thirty minutes. At least. No, it was more than that. <laughs> no. Nah. It was at least it was more than thirty minutes. No. Nah. You have to go through San Ramon, Dublin, Pleasanton, then Livermore. That's how that's how the and we were a couple of brus late at night on a road that was very dark, and we are very dark as a couple of brus. So it was not the most bruh friendly situation <laughs> that we could have been in.
3: Man, you use a good one, man, because I don't like riding bikes nowhere. I'm I don't like either, but I t- was. Nah, When man. you ain't look, man. Ooh, riding a bike. Water will make you do some crazy things. You know what? Okay, it's one of the, all right, D- Danny's in studio, you know. I was going to look back at Danny when I say this. I have also r- r- ridden a bike, as Q said, to get some water. So, you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. Danny just gave us a thumbs up, so he clearly has to. <laughs> Shit, <Should> I will <walk? laughs> <laughs> Danny walked. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get on this subject? How did you even get there, Damon? Me? <laughs> How did you even go there?
3: We were talking about. Oh, we had the we had the text, <laughs> and then you went off the rails. This is all oh, no, wasn't me. This is
2: all Raider Dre's fault. All Raider Dre from San Jose, who doesn't know where Livermore is, or he doesn't. He hasn't ridden a bike to Livermore because he's in San Jose. Now, I will say, I have driven to Milpitas and. Uh, yeah, that's another subject. You know
3: what? We're getting into two, we're getting yeah, two we're going down too in deep, California brother. California geography. We're go- <laughs>
2: uh, how about this text from Mailman Raider? Q, I know you mentioned him briefly the other day, but we need to show AJ Cole a little bit more love, small sample size, but his average punt is fifty one point six yards. That's good for number one through three weeks. Gotta love it. And that's true. AJ Cole and and really Zay Jones as well. Uh, they played a major role in that Week Three victory over Miami. That punt, that down, and Zay Jones downed it right there at the what three yard line. And then there was a stupid penalty on Byron Jones that put it at the one and a half yard line, whatever it was. That was huge. That allowed Casey Hayward to set up for that uh, safety that got that eventually. Got the Raiders uh, jump on offense. And you want to talk about second-guessing the coach. How about second-guessing the coach that decides to run a screen pass for a wide receiver in the end zone?
3: Nobody's defending that. As we were talking about hindsight, oh, he shouldn't have done it. Right. But everybody can say he shouldn't have done it. But nobody was just like, oh, well, if you think about it, if it did work. No, everybody was like, no, that was dumb. Why would you do that? Right. Exactly. Not even if the if it did work, hindsight, nobody
2: even tried to come with that point. Exactly. Exactly. Straight up. I mean, that's that's the situation. You know, it's just it's one of those things, man. Like that, it's so easy to go back and always second guess a coach because the the coach is the one that always, you know, he's he's gonna die. He's gonna live by the sword, and die on the sword.
3: But when I saw it, I thought maybe it was gonna be like a trick play, like a a throwback to the receiver, and then he's gonna throw the ball.
2: Oh, you're talking about uh, you're talking about the the screen pass and the wide Exactly. Yeah, yes, yeah. I,
3: that's what I thought they were trying to set up, and it's just like. They were just
2: trying to get Jalen waddle the ball and get him, let him get loose. They were just trying to get him the ball and try to get him loose. Imagine believing in a player that much. He's a hell of a player. He had 12 catches, but he only had about 50 something
3: yards. That's the low. I, I saw this stat somewhere where it was like that's the lowest amount of yardage yep. for a player with that many catches yep. in NFL history. Yep, yep. So that's a lot. That's a no offense, but that's a whole lot of nothing.
2: <laughs> Got a text right here from Fargo Raider Salmonas text line. I love it, man. The text line is blowing up like a. Like you thought it would, right? Uh, Fargo Raider hits us up and says, my homeboy Q and Damon, Fargo Raider here. We all been there, fellas. Just pedal, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the theme of today's show, pedal young man, pedal. <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: what we, we got a text. Now somebody just come in like, you know, don't call. In, I don't want to hear about your analysis of the game. Just call in and be like, yeah, man, this one time I had to ride a bike for know. 45 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Better subject
2: today. What have you done, extreme, (laughs) just to get rejected? That's the worst part. That's the worst part of the whole situation. I understand going out of the way to go out of the way. We went out the way for nothing.
3: Clothes wet.
2: Yeah. Upset. Mm. Angry.
3: And the ride back. Yeah. On bikes that weren't ours. Whose bikes were they? You keep saying that. I don't know. You stole the bike. No. You
2: stole the bike. No, we didn't. We borrowed them. You borrowed them. Yeah, I
3: remember because yesterday on the show you were talking to me about taking a shirt from Spring Valley. You took the shirt. I didn't take the shirt. What happened? The shirt took you. (laughs) I don't, man. You know how things get lost. Like things, things get lost in ownership. Do we really own anything? But no, uh, like the same. You were ownership was very fluid with these bikes, huh? (laughs) Let's get it off me.
2: Look, Cheryl called. I answered. And then and then apparently she didn't call that
3: it was that serious. Back in these days was this a page was this a, a phone you know cuz people like me and Danny we wouldn't know anything um, about this.
2: No, you know what? It was I don't even think we had pagers then. It was it was uh my cousin Chris had he had uh, he had the house phone. <laughs> but he had his own room phone.
3: Ooh. So we'd be on
2: like party line. None of that yo get off the line. Okay. No, no cuz my mom would always catch me on the phone. <laughs> Hang up the phone boy, it's not meant for gossip. It's meant for business. I'll never forget that. She she busted me out. I was talking to, I was whispering some sweet nothings and crystals here one time. Why wow, wow, all these C words? <laughs> I just realized that. <laughs> and why do I remember them so well? All right. How about this text from Whiskey Raider? Oh, man, I hate it when I ride to one of my girls' house and I can't get in for no apparent reason. Sincerely, dude with some sunglasses at the club. Guy who keeps stats for men's softball and guys wearing turtlenecks. Cheers. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Thank you, Whiskey Raider. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Fargo Raider. Thank you, Mailman Raider. <laughs> oh man, Paloma's gonna
3: have a real tough act to follow when she comes up at three o'clock.
2: You ain't lying. We gonna reset. We gonna reset real quick. We ain't gonna worry about Cheryl. Uh, Charlotte. We ain't gonna worry about Cheryl. <laughs> we ain't gonna worry about Carla, and we ain't gonna worry about Crystal and nobody else named with the C word. Any any of the C names. Let's put it like that. Unbelievable! How about Fabian? Unnecessary roughness, is Damon. That's a very long bike ride. <laughs> Thank you, Fabian. Oh, hey,
0: I'm glad
3: he's saying that because, like, you're you're talking about all these cities we had to go from here to here yeah, to yeah, here yeah. to get to. We did, and we was too. Br- did. Just, in my head, I'm just like, I've got no, I've got no, I've got no concept. You said 30 minutes. I'm glad you said that.
2: It was probably longer than that. Ooh, probably longer. Oh yeah, than that. definitely longer. You know, when you're, you're young, you don't have a concept with time. I mean, no. You know, you're right, because I like the only I, time that you're looking for is the good time. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only time that matter so was a good
3: idea? time. So it was your idea of the cousin's idea. Like, hey, man, it was we, both
2: of ours, man. We're no, young. Somebody wanted,
3: wanted to go more than the no.
2: probably me. Yeah, probably exactly. me. Probably me.
3: Man, yeah, because
2: I, I, I want to g- go more now. <laughs> who's, the who's, all, who's the one who's always like, let's go, let's go, let's go. It's always me. I always say let's go. It's what gets me in trouble Here in the it, building it is it is
3: i always yeah let's do it yeah we're we gonna do, do the show live on the road friday from utah for the raiders showcase game of the week let's go <laughs> that's what i that, <laughs> that's how i feel
2: i'm always there's no red lights in my life it's all green. he was asking me during
3: commercial break yesterday because we found out that the game's in utah he's like how far of a drive is that to st george I i'm like two hours and then like i guess that like maybe curb your enthusiasm a little bit But for a minute, you probably were thinking,
2: I can make it after the show up to Utah. I was actually thinking about it. I absolutely was. Yes, I was. No doubt about it. Never been to Utah. Why not? It'd be a first. Never? Wow. Huh? Oh, what do you do? You go to Utah all the time? Oh, yeah, man. You got you Cheryl know. waiting there? Oh, yeah. You know when I go skiing with the fam?
3: You go skiing? No, I'm kidding. I'm we about went... to say, that's
2: another <laughs> thing bros don't do. Riding bikes, we don't ski that often either. 2.56 is the time. When we come back, we're going to get back on track. Paloma Villicana is going to join us to talk all things ACES, talk all things UNLV, and, of course, the Raiders. This is Unnecessary Roughness. Very unnecessary on Raider Nation Radio 920.